I will be played by none other than Bradley Cooper. I think yeah, that's that's the Seriously? perfect person. Yeah, correct. The closest resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Welcome back from your Deepa Valley weekend or happy Deepa Valley if you're celebrating. But if you're like Kavin and you had to work, sorry lah. Yeah, I I had to work over the weekend. I had a show on Friday and Sunday in Singapore, and then I had to fly back on Deepa Valley day. Dang, who who was this show with? Okay, so it was an international comedy show. It was a bunch of Asian comics lah, all together, you know, in a show. I, I, just to humble brag. Okay, I sold out 95%. Huh? Oh, but you did the show with other Southeast Asian comics, right? So, Kira, like, they also sold out, right? Yeah, no, I mean, look, I mean, yes, they also sold out. But, uh, you know, I was the <laughs> I, I was the, the comic at the end, so I did more time than everyone. Oh, you wrapped it up. Ah. Nice. So, Kira, like, you're the star. La. Uh, well, yeah, okay, it's not that big of a deal, la, but, you know, I was, I, 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 I was a star. La. No, but I think it's a pretty big deal that they didn't get a Singaporean to end the show because I mean it's in on their home ground, right? Yeah, yeah Singapore is the host lah. But you know, uh, well, you know, can can you let me humble brag for a little bit, not like just you, everything must take away, you know? What? <laughs> I didn't take it away. I'm like amping up your your star thing, well, if anything, right? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Is it, it, I, but the interesting <laughs> part about the show is that it was done in a cinema. Right, so we were performing oh. in a cinema, and yeah, it was kind of interesting, lah. Like you know, the whole the whole vibe of it. It's great to do comedy in a sing- uh, in a cinema. Like I did my tour, uh, in two thousand eighteen in a cinema, and it was weird because everyone came and thought it was going to be a movie. Right, they bought oh. tickets and then they sat down and then I showed up. They're like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "No, it's a show." <laughs> They're like, "Hey." I thought it's going to be a movie. I'm like, no, and this is me on stage, you know, like actually having better with everybody. Like, oh, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> Worst case scenario ever, right? Even for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no lah. And, and you, the, people were buying tickets. Like, hey, so what time is the movie? Ah, huh? is it going to be a recording? <laughs> and then the 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 people the people selling the tickets in the cinema also like, what movie? It's a live show. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fly FM. Now, Kevin used to do stand-up comedy at cinemas, and he was telling me how some people would watch him and be like, "Hey, I thought I was here for your movie." Actually, stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. Which is why we're talking about unexpected encounters now. Do And you had an ex- unexpected encounter. What was it? Um, it wasn't a person. Okay. And, uh, it wasn't a. It wasn't a Kevin J. Thank God. Ah, yeah. Uh, I thought. <laughs> I thought. I thought you walked in. You saw like Brad Pitt or someone. You're like, "Hey, what is this?" <laughs> I wish um, I found a brand new phone in a cinema once Like, you know, when the movie was over, finished already uh-huh. For some reason okay. um, I looked and, at the seats And I don't usually check the seats I saw like a bunch of popcorn, da 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 And then something shiny Slit, like in between the seats, right? It okay. was a phone mm. So I took it uh-huh. But I didn't take it home like, I'm not that kind of person I was like a being a responsible citizen right? Okay Okay let's 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 wait for the person To come back and get it Because usually They'll do that Or they'll call the phone Right mm-hmm. If you lose the phone Okay So we did that We waited for like I think 30-40 minutes And this was like A midnight movie So Really like 
penat you know uh. sitting there waiting 30 40 minutes like, what is fallen like not calling not they don't want their food they don't even realize it's missing or what then eventually okay eventually they call mm-hmm. they were like okay uh, we're coming to the cinema now to get the phone okay fine waited five more minutes they came uh. Uh. they took it uh-huh. and then they just walked away no thank you nothing wow let us okay now but be honest be honest you were expecting like some kind of reward right like a, like a, yeah, yeah, you know when they get the phone they be like oh yes yes 50 bucks no lah i wasn't expecting a reward cuz i mean I, i don't do that i wouldn't give a reward either <laughs> <laughs> oh you <yeah>. but <laughs> i was i just wanted a thank you or like you know something a bit more dramatic lah from them like oh my god i can't believe i lost my phone and you found it thank you <laughs> something lah at least you know something similar happened to me as well uh when i was young i was about 13 or 14 years old uh i uh-huh. went to the cinema sometimes i go to the cinema alone right and uh, yeah. i i can't remember what i was watching so the moment i sat down i went early the moment i sat down i saw a wallet right the, oh. the thing and i was thinking to myself like eh is that a wallet and then should i just leave it Right so I so I thought okay lah I pick up the wallet I look yeah. at it right and then I go like I'll give it back later right so I put it uh-huh. in my pocket and then because I want to watch the movie right and then right halfway through the movie the security comes to me and say can we talk to you outside oh. I'm like what what what's going on because I've completely forgot about wallet right after that right And, yeah and then they took me outside they said did you find a wallet I said yes I did uh, so I took it out from my pocket and give it to them and then they're like why did you steal the wallet i'm like oh my god wait hold on wait i didn't steal it. i found it on the floor i was going to give it back later i want to watch the movie first and then they were like no 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 you stole the wallet you put it in your pocket but who were you going to give it back to anyway no I, obviously i was going to give it back to the counter or the people outside lah you know it's not, it's not like uh-huh. because there was no id inside right And right. so I was just going to give it back there. And if someone comes and say, "Oh, I lost my wallet," they uh, yeah, last and found. Here you go, right? <laughs> and it was just weird. Like should... I just want to finish the movie first. <laughs> you should have given it back earlier, lah. Instead of like keeping it, you were there early somehow. Yeah, you? and then. Do you think they like racially profiled you or something? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think they saw they saw me. They saw this fellow. Oh, that confirmed. Maybe they planted it. You know what I'm saying? Like they just like you know once in a while they just throw wallets around. They just pick just up. To test you lah. Just to test me. Like if you put it in your pocket, ah, confirm. And the worst part is I miss half the movie. Because they oh, took me man. half the movie outside, right? I'm like, ah, yeah. I just, I just want to just watch. Can you let me watch the movie or not? Then don't racially <laughs> profile me like this, Ken. So lesson of the story: just don't touch anything you find in the cinema, lah. No just, point. <laughs> yeah, just kick it to the other person. <laughs> so that, that now that fella has a decision to make. Fly FM. So the Michelin Guide debuts in Malaysia and will cover KL and Penang. Wow, it's about time, ah! Uh, this Michelin people gonna lose their minds. You know, they came from Singapore, <laughs> right? Now they come to Malaysia, they gonna lose their minds. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited about this. So they'll cover KL and Penang, as I mentioned. But in December, they'll be announcing which restaurants and street food operators have been selected to receive um, a Michelin star. So in case you don't know, Michelin inspectors rank these. Makan spots based on the quality of the ingredients, the mastery of cooking, the harmony of flavors, as well as the personality of the chef through the cuisine and consistency both over time and across the entire menu. 
Yeah, they're gonna be busy for a while, ah. Huh? <laughs> Why, ah? Huh? Because there's so much food in Malaysia. When they come and eat our roadside food, they'll be giving out Michelin star left, right, and center. They'll end up saying like, "Hey, we go, we don't have enough stars, ah. Huh? Can we please, can we please print more stars or something?" <laughs> That's true, but I'm all, I also have like mixed feelings about this because the, I don't know the Michelin star restaurants in Malaysia are gonna be super expensive, right? After this, like uh, local food, especially now, you can get for cheap even after the pandemic and the, the the price hike. We can still find food for pretty cheap, but once the Michelin star comes in, oh man, prices are gonna go up. Yeah, actually, the roadside nasi lemak is going to go from like five ringgit to fifteen ringgit. Uh, you know, if you get the Michelin star, <laughs> it won't be called ayam masak merah anymore. You know, because they have to be more posh, right? So, like, you know, they'll be called like chicken cooked in red sauce with a hint of santan <laughs> and sprinkled with coriander. Oh, <laughs> that's nasi lemak, is it? No, that's just ayam masak merah. That's it. Like, you know. <laughs> It cannot be ayam masak merah. That, that's not a Michelin name. You know what I'm saying? Like ayam kicap would be chicken cooked, cooked in black sauce with chilies and some things that you don't understand. <laughs> Do spicy uh, chicken wings? Spicy chicken wings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, chicken arms. <laughs> What? I don't know. Wing, I don't know. Arms sounds more fancy than wings. And that's why you don't work at a Michelin <laughs> star guy, right? Fly FM. Good morning. So I'm doing the show with Kevin J, who's uh, filling in for Douglas Lim. That's right. Only for one week, ah? Huh? Only for one week. Yes. That's right. Now, in case you don't know, the Michelin Guide is here in Malaysia. Finally, we're going to have a proper list by December, but it's going to be tough for sure because there's so much good food here. Yeah, I think you know there's so many food I want to recommend. Like the nasi goreng ayam kunyit near my house deserves a Michelin star because it's so good. Actually, you know what? <laughs> All of Cheras should just be given uh, one Michelin star to share with everybody because everything is so delicious, right? Whenever I bring my friends uh, from Monkiara or Damansara to come and eat in Cheras, they'd be like, "Wow, this." Food Food is so good, and when they see the bill, it just blows their mind. They're like, "How are these people still in business? It's so cheap." What? Oh, it's cheap. <laughs> But let me ask you a question: Have you been to a Michelin star restaurant? Um, no, I've I've never been to a Michelin star restaurant. I can't remember. Okay, no. so <laughs> if Michelin comes to you tomorrow, lah, they WhatsApp you, lah. Let's say, ah, and they say, "Hey, mm. we are here in Malaysia. Mm. Uh, we need you. We need a guide. Can you show us where to go? What? Who would you take them to?" Alama, I think I'll probably just recommend them the list on Google, like all the five stars. <laughs> But also, there's this particular like Sri Lankan restaurant that I love. But I think it's owned by like a big business and it's owned by a big group, if I'm not mistaken. But it's so good. Okay, so basically, Michelin star comes to Malaysia and you take them for Sri Lankan food, ah? Huh? <laughs> huh? You you come all the way here, you take them to Sri Lankan food nonsense. Oh no! Actually, you know what? I I would want to take them. To this estate in Sungai Buloh, right where they <laughs> <laughs> they serve coconut water, ah, uh, coconut water fermented lah, let's say, and uh, oh, right, right. this this very uh, exotic dish called monitor lizard curry. Monitor lizard? Eh, you you not have it ah? Absolutely not. What on earth, monitor lizard curry? Eh, it's nice, you know, but okay lah. It's a bit bony, but it's nice. Eh, but the, what is bony and the meat is tough lah? I'm I'm guessing. No, well. Okay, you see the thing is I don't know because you know how uh, when Indian people cook food, right? They they boil a long time. They boil until the the meat got no hope type. So so, <laughs> so even tough meat becomes soft. What? <laughs> 
Okay, well, you do you, bro. I'm never gonna have my Italy curry unless like I'm dying or whatever. No, 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 no. I, I need to take you to this place. <laughs> okay. Fly <laughs> FM. So this luxury car owner was slammed for parking at the petrol pump while he went to order food. Wow, this fellow is a world class. He did. Ah, uh. there's levels to it, lah. <laughs> But this fellow just won, lah. He win already. Ah, uh, give him certificate now. <laughs> so someone posted on Twitter how this guy who drove a big luxury car parked the car at the petrol pump, then casually went off to buy food from a fast food restaurant nearby. Um, people of course called him out for being like super selfish and inconsiderate. Someone even commented saying, "Just puncture his tire since he wants to park there for so long." Oh, <laughs> like that's a bit violent, lah. If you ask me, I don't recommend. Also, I feel like he's only getting slammed because he was driving a fancy car. Okay. First of all, okay, it's got nothing to do with the car you drive, okay? I think it is, because you think about it, ah, uh, if it's a normal common car, like maybe a cancella, for example, okay. right? we see that a lot. People will say, oh, Kasian, you know, he works so hard, he probably has no time to buy food. That's why he has to park there and then go down and go and get food for his family or something. Okay, it, it makes no difference, ah. Uh. Your argument makes no sense, okay? Because no matter how hard you work, <laughs> okay, you just park properly, get or not, okay? I, it's just weird. Like I, I don't understand. Like always, I see people who park. At the petrol station, but they park at the air pump section, right? Oh. You know where you pump your air, <laughs> right? And they yeah. and then they'll go and do whatever they want, and then come back like you know half an hour later, go drink coffee, go do this, and I'm like, hello, I just want to pump my tire, right? Why you park here? <laughs> and then they come well, back, they I, don't even say sorry. sorry. Okay, honestly, uh, I've parked. At the air pump spot before, but very briefly, not to get coffee or anything. I just really needed to take up money, and I was rushing, and everywhere was full, so mm-hmm. I did that before. Okay, let me ask you a question: Are you driving a luxury car? No, I'm not. Ah, uh, no wonder lah. That's why nobody slammed you, right? Ah, uh, see, so you agree with me? <laughs> no. <I> mean, <laughs> That's not how it works. Fly FM. So this guy who drives a lux car parked at the petrol pump while he went to buy food, and people online are full on condemning him. Um, it's just wondering have. Have you seen other situations similar to these where these, you know, lux car drivers are entitled and they nicely inconvenience other people? Okay. You know how I said that, you know, usually it doesn't matter what car you drive. But I, okay, yeah. I do realize one thing, okay, that sometimes the people who inconvenience others are usually the luxury car owners, okay? Because, <laughs> you know, at the airport, I, I go to the airport a lot and I usually park my car there. And I usually park my car at the hybrid parking spot because I drive a hybrid right but most of yeah. the time whenever I go there the car park is full because all these luxury cars owners just park there they don't they are not <laughs> hybrid you know I'll check I'll go at the back there and check got a hybrid sticker don't have <laughs> I've seen those too, actually. Like uh, when I drive past these these spots, right, and they're, they're full of like I can't say the name, but all the mm-hmm. lux cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, this car got a hybrid version, ah? Don't have, don't have. Okay, I also see you. Know, most of these luxury cars always they park at the handicap section. Whenever you go to a mall, you want you see the handicap section, right? Ah, there'll be yeah. one big car there, lah. Oh man, that's super rude, though. Ah, that's why you rarely see all this. You know, let's say a beat up kanchil in these spots. You know, you you never see that. <laughs> so now you're prejudiced lah against the lux car drivers, right? Little bit lah. <laughs> But I notice all the time these privileged people doing this, and if they cannot yeah. summon, I guess they can afford it lah. You know, because the summon is like hundred bucks. <laughs> They'll be like, ah, that's that's, that's parking true. fee. <laughs> that's very very true. But the super rich ones, they don't park. Anyway, because they got drivers, right? Like, <laughs> so that's my goal. I think in life to save money from paying someone, I will just get a driver in okay. the future. 
you see, I don't think you know how economics work, you know. Uh, <laughs> because think about this. Okay, like economics, economics fail, but ergonomics for the win. Yeah. <laughs> Fly FM. So Taylor Swift's new album just broke a streaming record. Wow, what a coincidence! I just broke my weighing scale record. Yeah, that's not the same thing at all. I don't know why you would bring up that. Why? Why not? <laughs> Hey, I broke record, okay? Anyway, anywhere the story, uh, Taylor Swift's new album is called Midnight's. In case you don't know, it dropped last Friday, but it already broke the record for becoming the most streamed album in less than 24 hours. This is huge. Like, even Taylor Swift couldn't believe it. She tweeted, how did I get this lucky having you guys out here doing something this mind-blowing? Like, what even just happened? I'm sure she doesn't talk like that, but yeah, that's what she tweeted. Like, (laughs) I will never, ever, ever... Be that Well no Okay I will never ever Admit to this again Alright I will never Publicly admit to this But I'm a Taylor Swift fan I think you've said this before You know And the last time also You said this You you like pretended to be ashamed Of it or something Okay look Maybe I may have admitted to you privately But I I, I cannot admit to this Okay My reputation is in jeopardy Okay But when I listen to her Right I don't know Her songs are good lah Like you know I actually like like her previous Like I liked her when she was country And then she went to pop And then I thought Okay lah This is my reason to Not like her right And then The songs are good Like I'm like Okay you know what I cannot not like you Wait, wait, so you liked her more when she did country or? No, what? I liked her when she did country. And then when she went to pop also, I like, oh, it's still quite catchy. <laughs> she is a really good songwriter, lah, honestly. Oh. Like, seriously good. Even Charlie Puth, who is an amazing uh, producer, right, and composer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he says that uh, Taylor Swift uses different keys. Like, she could normally just use a certain key, like maybe A or whatever, but she goes mm. into a G just so the listener listening to it will feel something different, like will feel her emotion behind the song, which okay. is pretty cool. Like, um, I only started liking her after Blank Space, though, to be honest. Wow, I think because really? I related so much to the song. You relate <laughs> to Blank Space. To be fair. So many exes. To be fair, <laughs> I I relate to never ever getting back together a lot more. Right? I, I Why? Because <laughs> no one wants to get back together with you. No, it's got nothing to do with that, okay? It's just that you know sometimes when your ex texts you and you're like the whole time you're just uh, thinking to uh. yourself, right? We are never ever ever getting back together. I just want to press on myself, uh, uh. okay? Usually they text me like, hey, can I get my pictures back? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The truth. Fly <laughs> FM. Good morning and happy Deepavali if you're still celebrating. Happy Deepavali, everybody. Yeah, yeah. How was this year? different for you Kavin because you were working in Singapore right yes well? but I did come back on Deepawali day and then nice. uh, I went to my parents house for Deepawali lah my, you see my wife wants to give my daughter this whole Deepawali cultural experience right so usually what we do is oh. we buy new clothes uh, we put oil in the hair and stuff like that but yeah. for me very difficult to put oil in the hair lah <laughs> Because you got no hair So you put what? Like beard oil instead? Yeah, I put I, yeah, I put beard oil And <laughs> stuff like that And my <laughs> wife was laughing Like, you know well, Why you do that? And also I didn't buy new clothes for myself Because uh, I bought new shoes lah I bought new shoes Because at least I can find that in my size Clothes cannot, you know But Deepavali clothes is normally like tailor-made what? Right? No, no Where God? It's just as long as you buy new clothes It doesn't matter what clothes you buy uh, You know oh. You don't need to wear a whole Indian get-up, Paul You know, you don't have to wear jipa Really? No need lah. Deepawali clothes is just whatever lah. My Deepawali clothes is usually jeans and t-shirt. 
But tak best lah Everybody will be like Dressed up during Deepa Valley Then it's fun But okay If you go in jeans and t-shirt Then I understand lah Because Oh man Malaysia can be quite biased right It is really hard to find Bigger size clothes Which is weird Because we're actually The most obese country in Asia so Yeah Okay <laughs> So at this point I think like We're just in denial About who we are That's why we don't make Bigger size clothes Yeah they don't you know Like it's so hard Like I remember walking To one of these shops Right in the mall And then I walked yeah. in With a friend And they straight up Just looked at me And just went like For you no size Like just No I'm way like, I'm like What Why, why are you doing this To me right now Yeah <laughs> That's so rude <laughs> I just looked around And I'm like Okay lah I just walked out I had to lah No choice You know Oh man You like stunned and sad lah After that Yeah You know it's, it, <laughs> I I felt a bit ashamed You know Like yeah. like I just wanted to say Like you know I'll, I'll buy two I'll, I'll buy two shirts lah I'll just sew it together <laughs> Fly so we're talking Deepavali traditions Because Kavin, you said your wife made it a point to do that this year, right? So you could teach your uh, daughter Kasha about it Which is really nice um, What other traditions does your family have? Well, okay Usually my family tradition during Deepavali Is to go somewhere else, alright? There's too many things to do during Deepavali Like making cookies and stuff like that We just sometimes just lazy We just go on holiday lah It's a lot easier Like the older generation <laughs> used to do a lot of like You know, open house and stuff like that I guess yeah. This generation I didn't even get One open house invitation Right And really? everybody just just You know Celebrate within themselves la. Everyone is tired la, I think right They just want to do Their own thing Yeah it is A lot of work though <laughs> Because like You have to do so many things Yeah especially for Deepa Valley right It's yeah. not just uh, it, It's like the food Especially is so hard To cook Yeah <laughs> chicken not mutton Not easy ah. Yeah man and It's a lot of effort Also la, I feel right To have mm. these family gatherings Like yeah. uh, my, my parents do it A lot but I see the amount of work they put in and thought that they put in. It's important though to do it, I feel. Yeah lah, but the thing is I don't like going to these family functions because most of the time what they'll do is they'll like, oh, when you're getting married, huh? Oh, when you're having baby, oh. huh? when you have baby, <laughs> when, it, when it's a second baby, too much judgment lah, just too much judgment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, thank God I don't have those questions anymore or even if I do, I have an answer to it. Like, when you're getting married, I can now say, like, oh, you know, sometime next year. But the problem I have now is that when I say sometime next year, in my head, I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, but I cannot invite you. So then I follow with, uh, but, but you know, it's, it's so expensive, la, or it's so hard to, like, keep the guests within this amount. La. Like, how do I tell them I'm not inviting you for my wedding? <laughs> just, just straight away, just tell them straight up. La. Hey, hey, I'm not inviting you to the wedding. Huh? Somewhere next year, but you're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot lah like that So yeah Just like walk away And what Change the subject to Hey have you tried this muruku uh-huh. Better try the muruku <laughs> now Because you won't be Trying in my wedding Fly <laughs> FM Alright alright So Kevin J is here Filling in for Douglas But Kevin, did you hear That Douglas is officially A hip hop artist now well, He's the least hip hop person I know okay He looks like <laughs> You know, if anything, he looks like he likes Chinese opera. <laughs> yeah, he does. But you know, he hid it from me the entire time. I had no idea at all. Sona One also came in and lied to me nicely. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so this is what happened, right? When Sona mm. One dropped the tease of Ado on TikTok. so damn pretty, it hurts. Ado, do, ado, do, ado, do, ado, 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 
So good, right? I yeah. was super excited about it. Everyone was curious to find out who this mysterious rapper was. So we did a whole thing, you know. We like called rappers, asking them who they think it could be. I nicely looked like a dodo because the whole time it was Douglas Lim. Wait, Douglas duped you into calling people and finding out who this artist is. Exactly. Next level, right? Wow. You know, the thing is, the unbelievable part about this whole thing is, you know how hip-hop artists or rappers are usually, you know, when you hear they, they grew up in the hood or in the streets. Douglas yeah. grew up in Jalan Ampang, you know. That's not the streets. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that doesn't make sense. I don't think so. Now, one grew up in the streets either. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually did a good job lah, this Douglas. Like, I was quite surprised when I found out it was him because it really doesn't sound like him. Um, in fact, I was surprised when I found out he's a hip-hop fan and that he likes rap because he also likes musicals and he likes show tunes. So yeah. it's a bit random. No, to be fair, I agree with you. It's a great song. But when you look at him, you don't think like he likes rap. You know, you, you like no. Maybe he likes <laughs> rapping Christmas presents. Lah, that's about it. No, I don't think he likes doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> I think what needs to happen right now is that you yeah. need to make a rap song as well. Me? Ah. I don't want a rap song. Then, like if I did a song, I'd probably have it with who? I don't know, like Sean Mendes. And it has to happen before my wedding. Uh. Okay. By the way, so, so, so you know, we can like maybe have a chance there. Okay, listen, with that attitude, uh, it's not going to happen, okay? <laughs> Just sing. <laughs> Kidding. Fly FM. So, Douglas just released a rap song with Sona One called Aduh, in case you haven't heard, which is unfair because what about us, right? What can we do to get on his level? Okay, you know what? <laughs> if Douglas can make a rap song, I think maybe we should make a movie about our lives. So, okay, so you want to make a movie about your life. Um, but it won't be a Tamil film, right? Because that would be too uh, easy and predictable. Okay, first of all, I don't speak Tamil, so that's going to be very difficult to depict a movie about <laughs> me in Tamil. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what would the movie be about? It'll be about how you found your wife and your career, is it? Uh, I guess lah, you know, it'll be about, you know, the, the stand-up career of Kavin J and how I went through like difficulty <laughs> and now I am on fly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it like that? Like it's a bad thing. Um, who will play your yourself? Okay, see, like that, okay? I will be played by none other than Bradley Cooper. I think, yeah, that's that's the Seriously? perfect person. Yeah, correct. The closest resemblance. <laughs> closest resemblance. I think that dude from, uh, what's that, The Hangover in Between Two Friends. Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis. That's how you say his name, right? No, Ga- Galifianakis. Uh, Whatever, like, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I think he would suit you more. Okay, who will sure. play you? Who will play you? Me. Uh, uh. Gal Gadot, obviously. Alright, okay. I don't think the accents match up. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't talk like you at all. She got an accent. Who talks like me, honestly? Yeah, this I don't know. Like yeah, maybe pick someone local, lah. Maybe you can give a local actors a chance, you know? Like you know, give oh, yeah. if not, how how is that gonna happen? Right. That's that's why you pick the local actor, right? Hey, listen, Bradley Cooper is a national treasure, huh? It's fine. <laughs> Is he a national treasure? He's a white man with a beard. Most of Malaysians don't have beard. Okay, we got goatee. That's our thing. Hello, have you seen my beard? And also, uh, Bradley Cooper is a beautiful man. Uh, okay, have you seen his eyes? Uh, that blue color, his accent. He's such a good actor. He can play anyone. He's gay. He's everything about him is nice. Okay. How do you know how his gate looks like? Hey, hello. I'm not talking about his front gate, lah. <laughs> okay? I'm talking about his G-A-I-T gate. Like the way he brings right. himself. Like the way his posture right. and everything. His stride. Right, right, right. Okay.
Fly FM. Good morning. So we're doing the show with Kevin J, who's filling in for Douglas Lim this week. That's right. I am here for this week. Yeah. Now this is one of the perks of doing a show with Kevin when his daughter Kasha tells us a joke. That's right. And it is time for Kasha's haha jokes. When's she getting paid? She's never getting paid, is she? Let's just let's just play the joke, Kevin. <laughs> okay, Kasha, tell me a joke. Okay. What do you call a train that is carrying bubblegum? What? A choo-choo train. Oh, because choo-choo. Yay, bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> so cute lah. Yes, yes. It, it, I, I believe that's a very good joke. It's uh, got uh, word association and also some, you know, puns and stuff. Uh, very good lah, very good. I think she's improving a lot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kasha's haha jokes. When's she getting paid? Fly FM. So an Omicron XBB variant has been detected in Malaysia. Oh no, will this ever end or not? By the end of this, uh, I think we'll have uh, more Omicron variants than there will be Marvel movies. <laughs> That's terrible. But the name of this new variant also sounds like what a Chinese person would call their ex, like XBB. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm half Chinese so I can say. Anyway... Moving swiftly forward, this is the news. Um, <laughs> the health ministry is expecting a slight increase in the number of COVID-19 cases because of this Omicron XBB sub-variant. However, it's not all bad news. The health ministry has advised everyone to remain calm because this XBB variant has not led to an increase in hospital admissions or deaths. Also, since we are already in the endemic phase, there's currently no plans to bring back restrictions or enforce the use of face masks. We just have to pandai by night, take care of ourselves lah. And take precautions as well. Yeah lah, we should we should take care. But I just want to know who is coming up with these names, ah, uh, XBB or Micron. Uh, I mean, <laughs> look, I think maybe we should start giving them like normal names. Like we should have like the, the Mutu Kumaran variant, right? <laughs> The Hassan variant, the Achong variant. Just to be fair to everyone, you know, everybody gets a name. <laughs> Just to represent everybody. Yes, isn't it? exactly. <laughs> uh. Then the the East Malaysian names. Uh, the East Malaysian names. You can have names like. Hold on a minute. What 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 are some East Malaysian names? <laughs> uh? East Malaysians have normal names, Gavin, like Kuma and Jackie and Cat and Philip. <laughs> So those names I gave you could have been East Malaysian names. Look, right now the prejudice is on you. Huh? No, 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 no. It's definitely on you. It's a trick question to see how well you actually know your East Malaysia, okay? Fly <laughs> FM. All right. So Kevin is here filling in for Douglas. And with him, he brings a game called 21 Questions. Here's how it works. I will think of a person. Kevin has to guess who the person is by asking a maximum of 21 questions within one minute. Are you ready, Kevin? I am ready. 21 questions. 21 questions. Okay, we, we already told you how it works, so I know how it works because I play it on the weekends all the time. So, yeah, I will have one minute. Lah, one minute. And it's not a maximum of 21 questions, it's just how many questions now? Within a minute. Oh, so you all just call it 21 questions for fun. Lah. Because the game is called 21 questions. Okay, doesn't matter. Doesn't <laughs> okay, matter. Okay. okay, now, questions. Is it a male? Uh, no. Okay. Is it an actress? Uh, no. Is it a singer? Yes. Okay, is is it something that we play on Fly FM? Yes. Okay, is it new singer? No. Is she under 30? 
No. Oh, okay. Uh, is it BB Rexa? No, it's not. Okay, is it uh, Jesse J? No, it's not. Okay, is this person used to be in a band, like in no. a group? Okay. No. So solo artist lah. Uh, yes. Wow. Uh, does this person <laughs> have a powerful voice? Yes, I would say so. Christina Aguilera. No. Uh, not uh, that powerful lah. Not very powerful. <laughs> okay, was she active in the nineties? No. Ah, okay. The she one, grew up in the nineties. Okay, the the timer is up, but okay. You know what? I'm just gonna last guess. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, but you don't win because Why? the timer is up, so you actually lose this round. No, the last here. guess. So lah, my last guess was correct, lah. <laughs> Wait, hey, you can't just you cannot deny me Ooh. of this win. Taylor Swift, you're so obvious. And she has a powerful voice, ah. Huh? That's why it threw me off. Okay, okay. But Taylor Swift is known for a lot of things, but not a powerful voice. She doesn't go ah, don't have. Okay. How dare you? This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on Fly FM.